0: Wham Wham Gimme my flanky, my drinky, and the pond theater <laughs> with Chase, Cody and Justin. Oh, happy Independence boo-boo-ga-ga. Day weekend,
1: everybody. Yeah. <laughs> happy,
0: wait, happy what weekend? Independence, Independence Day weekend? no you mean like conservatives independence day weekend let's get things straight here okay (laughs) well i mean no no okay all right all right (laughs) no i i get maybe that's just my personal feelings i'm i'm not for fourth of july anymore but uh anyway actually that is something to get into but for as far as the movies talking about today, I mean, speaking of babies, well, the the ultimate duo is back. I mean, we we've been if th- there's one movie we've been clamoring for a sequel for so long, it's Boss Baby, and thankfully dreamer what <laughs> <laughs> Who Dream- was clamoring for the sequel? <laughs> Oh, well, hey, it made the first one made a lot of money, so you can't say nobody. it it, oh, well, it obviously okay. was a success at, at the the box office. but now we have a sequel which in some weird way, releases on Peacock out of all things. and I'll talk about why that's weird. But yeah, I saw it. so yeah, you know, that that's that I mean, that's the biggest movie of the week, but that is the second biggest movie because Amazon won't let you not see it coming up <laughs> <laughs> they spent uh, a
1: lot of money chase they want you to know it's on streaming
0: <laughs> yeah the tomorrow World's uh, starring chris pratt and some other noticeable actors uh who just decide to sign on to some bs uh, that amazon is trying to uh indulge i you know i could go Well, it could be you know no no i've got some things to say about that movie when we get to it and then uh originally i forgot that this movie was coming out but lastly you two remind me that uh steven Sondberg came out with a movie so i did in fact watch that that's uh uh hold not hold the line uh no
1: sudden move no sudden move why is it hold the line which i forgot that you had posted it for the space jam weekend like because that that recording wasn't showing up in my calendar so
0: okay yeah that's why because originally i was gonna have it that because i i don't i don't know i thought we were gonna have so much to talk about this week but then also monsters uh at work, got pushed to. I think that's because Disney Plus is going to release everything on Wednesdays now, so it was actually supposed to release today, but then they pushed it to uh, the seventh. So instead, I'm gonna have that on the gaming tadpole. So it was a last minute. You know, I, I'll I'll talk about this because yeah, I like. I mean, I've seen some of Steven Stadberg's movies, and so I was I, I was curious about this. So. That is uh, pretty much what we're going to talk about today as far as uh, movies. But uh, first of all, like, how are you two doing? You mentioned before uh, recording, Cody, that uh, you're just happy. I mean, you you have a day off of work, so you're getting able to uh, do more on... Because uh, uh, I, I, I haven't been able to see your streams yet, but I did see notifications for, like i i did kind of peek a little of what you got going on with uh uh video store rejects and uh which i i you know i i actually discovered another podcast called the real city rejects <laughs> was so I, uh, is that do you know about that
1: i have no idea what that podcast is about okay um,
0: that's interesting so by coincidence, like two podcasts are sharing like similar names to each other. Both of them based in tech. No, actually, I think this is based in California, but both of you talking about movies. <laughs> Shocker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you, you could do, maybe you could reach out to the real C- uh, city rejects and maybe, oh, you maybe could be, You'd be like, hey, yeah.
1: well, we, can, we have rejects. You have rejects. Let's talk about movies. movies.
0: Yeah, so no, I just found that interesting. It's like you, there is a, already an existing podcast <laughs> that shares the same name or a similar name. Are and they R E
1: A L or R E E L? Like a movie reel? Re-
0: yeah, movie reels. It is okay. a movie reel. It is a movie cool. podcast. Because uh, they were up. on. Yeah, they were on the schmodown which is like this. uh Oh, okay. Mo- so they're legit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 well, never mind then. Okay. Well, yeah, the Schmodown is like this. Uh, mo- uh, it's called like Schmodown. It's like a movie wrestling where you have uh, a parody of WWE, but like two uh, entertainers talking about movies and competing on who has the best knowledge and all that. So that's been very. I think that came to Austin one time. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't live in South Texas, but I, I do. Follow, yeah, I actually do follow the Schmoed or the schmos I do listen to them from time to time. They're they're cool people. I haven't met them, but you know, I I'm I'm just really uh, loving what some of these other podcasters say, because I do listen to other podcasts. Uh, beside i mean i I don't just you know stroke my ego go no, i only listen to Ponce press no i've listened to your podcast i've also listened to uh other entertainers around texas that i uh, really admire so you know everybody's inspired by her and there's no such thing as oh you're completely original i mean you know it's okay to be inspired and even if you've never heard from them, then maybe some... It would be really interesting if both of you just end up talking about the same movies at the same time.
1: That would be funny. I know that yeah. um that happens with a podcast I listen to called Blank Check. They have a similar similar synopsis of what our podcast kind of does, where they talk about directors and their body of work one film at a time. And they have a... There's another podcast that does something similar, and they have apparently covered the same directors at the same time as blank check
0: as
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a small so, small world in the podcast world
0: oh it, it is it is so have you listened to any podcasts uh justin that you're like oh wait well, this sounds familiar to what i do or um, hey, I might recognize something about this.
2: Uh, I mean, not to what I do. I try okay. to, the ones that I listen to, I try to steer, steer away from it. But I listen to the Film Vault every week. That's my favorite okay. movie podcast.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I uh, listen to... Actually, yeah, I do listen to Schmoes and then also uh, a podcast called Double Toasted, which is uh, in Austin, Texas, a bunch of uh, black comedians talking about movies occasionally, but also sharing stories and all that. So... Yeah. I mean, everybody, I, I think it's really cool to listen to other people. Like, I I mean, if you're into the biz of entertainment, entertainment of videos and, and podcast creations, I think it's cool to think outside the box and not just listen to your own, but yeah. You know, and I'm not saying people do that. It's just something that I really like to do. And it, it kind of sometimes keeps me inspired to keep going as seeing what other people have been able to do instead of feeling like, Oh man, I wish I did that. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's really cool what they're doing. And you know, it, me, it, it just tells you that if you put, if you keep that hustle up, you keep your heart into it, then who knows where anything could take you now, before we start, this is something I think is very important. Cause uh, you mentioned earlier, happy 4th of July weekend. I said F 4th of July, screw it. So, Let me just kind of go into detail. Why? I mean, I had a a podcast upload dedicated to why we don't celebrate 4th of July, why that's not a good idea. Well, let me say this. If you just love fireworks and hot dogs, that's what keeps you going, then, hey, power to you. That's great. But I also think it is important to know what... 4th of July really meets because for a long time, I mean, that's an ongoing thing is education in schools. We, we've been taught the vanilla versions of what actually happens in history. And with independence day in particular, that name is very misleading because the declaration of independence wasn't entirely made to make this country be independent. In fact, the, the general thing is that the the founding fathers they just want to be their own dictators so what often gets overlooked about the declaration of independence why like there's some people like yeah america america we're the best country in the world there are laws written to remove or reduce rights to black people and that's why a lot of black americans say screw fourth of july because it's not meant for us So, you know, doing what I do, I just don't feel it's right for me to even go out and just wave a flag like, oh, America, when, you know, people I care about are still getting hurt. And and this week alone, if there's something that should really tell you about this country, I mean, we almost had a celebration, a uh, Olympic runner here in Texas She was like, uh, or she she had like a record-breaking score, and she she was receiving all this praise, and of course, systematic racism being what it is, they immediately checked her for drugs, and she got tested positive for marijuana. So they're like, ah, you can't participate in the Olympics anymore. And the same because that's such
1: a performance enhancement drug.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the Olympics also recently said that uh black people cannot like wear afros when participate yeah no this is uh, this is in the news it's like so when you hear um, independence day really ask yourself what does that mean realistically and that's why like i just You know, there's some holidays, like Thanksgiving, because Thanksgiving has kind of taken itself in a meaning beyond its origins. But 4th of July, no, it is celebrating America. And I don't think America deserves to be celebrated. That's just me. That's why I don't look fondly on this holiday anymore. I I look at it as just a holiday of ignorance. But uh, I know that is a, a very controversial take because a lot of people love uh, fourth of, I, I mean i just saw pictures happy july and people waving the american flag so obviously i'm like a, a white guy in the minority but as far as other white people but yeah so I, that's my short as far as that goes i mean you could also get into how women are treated between britney spears and bill cosby getting oh, out of jail <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't I, a good week. No, no, no. <laughs> the, if, if, you, if by then you read all that, you're still like, well, America's still the best. Con-. Stop. Just stop. Like, there are things over in the UK and Ireland. I wish America was the, and I'm not saying they're above racism and all that, but no, America is not the best. And, and it, that, that mindset needs to go away. So, I I'm I'm boycotting Fourth of July until change is actually made which i mean that doesn't matter because still so many people celebrate it but i'm, I'm just hoping by over time we start to really see what these holidays actually mean and even with uh because Juneteenth was supposed to be a holiday to override Fourth of July to let you know that no slavery went beyond Independence Day, but even then, that that was a holiday to just mask all the things that are still an issue that have not been addressed yet. Like change has been happening super slow, and that that is definitely problematic. But I, I'm you know that that is why I, I mean I continue to just li- lift up and just support those needed, and I, I'm very happy to be where i'm at and even take that further to twitch so i've been tell i've been talking about this actually for a bit that i was now that i have a a good internet i'm going to eventually take this to streaming and i'm actually going to start doing that today cuz now i have a great internet so I'm going to do some introduction streams. just testing, making sure I'm familiar with Twitch. But eventually get to the point where this will be streamed via Twitch instead of just on Zoom. In addition to that, the other thing that I'm introducing is doing some sort of uh, support streams for the different creatives that I have interviewed and, and continue and I've continued to support or the different creatives of color. Now, basically simply do I, I put do a let's play or i do some sort of activity revolving around something they enjoy and meanwhile I'll, i would place links with some way where the audience could go like oh, okay so you're doing this to support this person all right i'll go check out their work or donate any sort of thing i just really look at twitch as an extension of what my what, what my goal is with all this so uh yeah, and you know, hopefully someday. I mean, I I have to think about this as a secondary thing because you know I do have a job, but if one day, hopefully, this will be something that I, I can take forward and be my day job. But I'm I you know I do have to accept that things take time. You have to hustle, and you never know. It may this may never be a job, but I just think this is my biggest passion in life. Is Doing this, making people smile and lifting up voices that otherwise aren't. So uh, yeah, if a short version of it, screw Fourth of July. Uh, a i I'm I'm probably gonna make a screw Fourth of July stream. If that is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody celebrates barbecue and and just, Okay, all right. Anyway, uh, movies. <laughs> well, you know. I Speaking of American tradition, there's nothing more American than uh, the guy who parodied Donald Trump. What's his name?
1: Alec Baldwin.
0: Alec, ba- Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. He's a great actor in, in comedy and, and different uh, action movies he's been a part of, but here, he, This was probably one of the first animated features he's ever let his voice in. And, and it's been such a specific voice. He, I mean, playing a boss baby. The, that's kind of what the character's name is, though eventually he does have a name. But, I mean, the first movie when it came out, I'll say this. There are plenty of people I know who hate this movie, who say it's one of the worst animated features of all time. And we're super angry that this was among the nominations list for best Oscar or best animated film at the Oscar, Even though it didn't win on either the Oscars or, or what the other one is. But, I mean, really, that should tell you not to watch the Oscars. And thankfully, people are listening and not watching the Oscars anymore. But back when people are, that yeah just to address that real quick i don't hate boss baby i actually had fun with that movie at parts i i I don't get it i've seen much worse in animation actually i think there was the same year or maybe it wasn't but there was a movie called the emoji film that was one of the worst movie going experiences ever in fact that's why i resent going to the theaters because of experiences like that where I was watching the Emoji movie on the big screen with kids all around me reciting every single line that appears on screen as it happens. And I was like, oh my God, get me out of here. And the movie was not good, but... Why would you do that to yourself? Hey, you said everything needs to be seen on the big screen. So the... <laughs> I- not no no emoji movie and angry birds you guys come on
2: or like... or
0: angry, yeah a- angry birds is okay uh but <laughs> or uh what was that other one um yeah
2: there there's a few that are, have been built and created from phone usage and that's not oh, okay yeah you can't right. be making movies based off of what's on our phones Trying to get away from our phones. That's why we go to movies.
1: They were trying to capitalize off the Lego movie being such a huge success. They're like, well, if the Lego movie can make this much money, what other thing we got?
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) actually, the funny thing is, I did hear a story of how that movie was made. and, And the director said, well, I was always a fan of Toy Story. And then somebody texted me emojis. And then that from there it let me know, you know what? I got it. We're gonna make a Toy Story movie, but with emojis and called the emoji. I was like, no, don't, <laughs> I don't so, no, know what? Patrick
1: Stewart got paid a lot of money to be poop.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I I didn't hate it. I, I okay, so maybe I get why there was some a- anger about it, cause. It did replace... There was a uh, Studio Ghibli movie. And I think uh, Padding, yeah, Paddington 2 was also replaced by Boss Baby. But I, I was like, I, okay, you know, I, is Boss Baby anywhere as good as Paddington 2? Heck no. Or any of Studio Ghibli's films. But I, I'm not mad. Okay, I had fun with the movie up until the last act when it got really annoying. But here we are with the sequel... After also a television series too, because that that's how popular the boss baby did. It also uh, I mean, it also got a show on Netflix that looked like crap. but <laughs> in in this sequel, well, they're all adults now, so th- you yeah, know they their parents, <laughs> their parents, they got kids, and then suddenly, well, it just turned out that it's funny because in the first movie, our main character here, he was voiced by Toby Maguire, and Toby Maguire, I guess, said, "Yeah, I don't, don't want to come back to this." So Nathan Fillion is actually providing the voice. Who's the guy's name? I thought it was James Marsden. No, it's James Marsden. Oh, wow, it sounds like Nathan Fillion. I was like, "Well, Nathan Fillion's voicing." Uh, t- Why did I get those two mixed up? Nathan Fillion, and James Marsden. I don't know i don't know, yeah, I, don't know. I, I yeah but it whatever it's not toby Maguire. he did not come back for the the sequel but everybody else did and as uh uh wizzy and he finds out that well it looks like his baby girl tabitha or not Ta- yeah not tabitha sure <laughs> Well, no, I'm sorry. Not that's not the <laughs> not, not 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 Tabitha. Sorry. Why am I sweating right now? It's like I'm in a an in a interrogation just because I'm messing up my names. my like, his name her name was <laughs> her name is I don't know. There's
1: no Amy Sedaris voice the baby Tino. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. no.
0: yeah, Tina. I what?
1: can't tell you what anybody's name is in this movie. Tina Whoa. is
0: the young one. tabitha's is the older one. Yeah, yeah, but I'll say, uh, yeah, Tina. It turns out, yeah, she's a boss baby, and she's like, uh, baby Corp's in trouble. There's a new menace that's threatening the society of baby Corp, and he so happens to be played by our good friend Jeff Goldblum.
1: I hope he got paid a lot of money.
0: Well,
2: he likes working with DreamWorks. He's he was in the Prince of Egypt.
1: Oh yeah, that's way better movie.
2: And Universal is, you know, Jurassic Park movies. So yeah.
0: So I'm I'm gonna get the feeling you already really hate this film, but let let me so let me say this. So I'm obviously my opinion is uh-huh. going to be different because, uh, well, when when I saw the trailer for this, I, I felt the same way as other people probably did why is there a sequel on this because not only that but the trailer showed them turning back into kids i was like oh no we're doing this again those sequels were we got to do the thing that we did the first time uh, first time and i was like okay the why make them adults if you're just gonna okay i, I all right what which they did have an exclamation that you know you got to disguise as kid you want to break into the acorn school but i have to say i did have fun and the reason why i did have fun because it it reminded me of things i did like about the first one because really there's a message here about sibling rival or or, uh sibling relationships because there there is a whole beef with between you know wizzy and and bot uh or ken who previously knows boss baby but uh Those two had this sort of bitter back and forth because uh, Wizzy did not like the idea of the little kid stealing most of the attention. And, you know, kids and parents can relate because, hey, the youngest kid is always the one who gets uh, everything. And, you know, the older ones are fed up about that. So with this kind of being about, well, you were never there for me. And and, I mean, sibling issues, okay, (sighs) You know, but when it got going, and plus with Jeff Goldblum on there, Jeff Goldblum, he he had so much fun with this. I really enjoyed his presence through the whole time. I mean, he's Jeff Goldblum, but in that whimsical nature that, honestly, I think works in animation even more than live action. Because... I mean, regardless of what you could say about the movie, the animation quality in this is really top-notch. I mean, DreamWorks, they're more about their animation than they are about the storytelling. So they like to make everything very fast and and expressive. And they they do an amazing job with the animation. There are some uh, scenery. And it's not just with the 3D animation, but the 2D that they play in. Because, again, it's still falling in the side of a child's imagination. And I like that, even though Wizzy grew up to be an adult, he still kind of has that playful side of him. And I think, it, I mean, from the adventures he's had, or he barely remembers. And you know, compared to the first one, I think they added or they had more to it. Because what I really like here is that, even though with Wizzy as a kid, which by the way, I. <laughs> I mean, again, the this, the I, I way of uh, what DreamWorks is they want everything to be quick. So how, because Wizzy, even though he turns into a kid, he still sounds like an adult. And they actually pointed that out early on in the film. But later they're like, okay, so if you want to disguise yourself, put these glasses on. I was like, all right, well, okay, I guess, <laughs> all right, I, all right, okay. Well, I, I thought that was a lazy way to try to play like a, a, a disguise, but. You know, with him just being there for his kid or or daughter and and kind of experiencing life differently of just, uh, you know, I mean, the message here is everybody's got to grow up, but it's okay to, it's okay to grow up and feel like you have to move on with life. But also it's great to be with family and all that. So, I mean, it's got some sweet messages in it and even when everything got bonkers and yeah there were things that absolutely make no sense and and the story is predictable in in ways that i i'm half like man why are you doing this and two i'm like wow i, oh, I- am kind of inspired like just Things regarding around Jeff Golden's character. I mean, he is definitely one of the biggest highlights here. But yeah, as much as it got ridiculous, it got nonsensical. And even, like, the jokes are hit and miss. There are some jokes I did laugh at and then some jokes I was like, oh, okay, this is made to just chew up the little kids. I mean, they they got a dance number. That is something that, like, mediocre kids' movies and or even good kids' movies, they, they can't help themselves to. But yeah, I mean... It, it had a better third act than the last one because it did try to do a little more than just throw a bunch of loud colors at you or even try to get emotional. This one's like, no, this we're a freaking ridiculous movie that's trying to be fun for the family. We're not going deep into our subjects. All right. I I had a good time. I, I, I had a good time. Cody wants to destroy me right now.
2: <laughs> you wanna go, Code?
1: Okay fine so first thing i've never seen the first boss baby so i am really confused about the timeline here does the first boss baby take place in the past or is this boss baby movie in the extended future what the heck is going on with that why well, why make or, them adults in the second so, one
0: so okay let, let me tell you they did the, the, since you said you didn't watch the first boss baby that is in the ending they i mean the, they do address that so that doesn't even though this movie is not like reminding people what happened in the well kind of but I, i'm just gonna let you know they did that is something they did explain in the the end of the first one so but continue okay yeah
1: okay yeah um i'm sorry i was not charmed by this movie at all uh, other than Jeff Goldblum just having fun being Jeff Goldblum, that is the highlight of the movie. This movie's complete dribble, it's predictable. I mean there is sort of a nice message here but we've get tired jokes we even get references to movies that I don't know who those are for are those for the parents or for grandparents because they're like older movies that people aren't even going to know what they're making fun of some of them and yeah I I didn't like this movie at all it is and I'm not even that impressed with the animation it's okay I've, I've seen better even from Dreamworks this is this is what this is the kind of movie that gives animated movies a bad name for people who watch it. It's not as bad as Charming, I will tell you that. Oh, nowhere
0: least... near as bad as Charming, no. That's... But uh, yeah.
1: you didn't like this movie. I quite enjoyed it, and it has a similar message, and that was Mitchell's vs. the Machines, and it was a much cleverer, more entertaining film than this. This is, this uh, is disposable. Right. This is dribble. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Justin
2: yeah I mean it's not it's not the best I I I actually had a little bit of fun with it too I mean I enjoyed the animation as well I I think it's it goes even deeper with um, the whole sort of like family aspect of it all because you know the Tabitha is really scared about doing her her um, performance because she doesn't think she can sing and uh, you know her dad is there for her in, in other ways by being like a younger self of, him, of himself and they go to the same school and they you know become friends and I thought that was really sweet and uh you know I'm sure any dad would love to do that for you know their daughter uh or or son but um he also got to see how she was like around people and uh in, in at school and stuff and and see her in her element and I thought that was just really really sweet uh, but uh, yeah, it is predictable. Um, it's weird that it's a um, like a holiday movie. It's like a Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. That, and, and then
1: didn't we get some promotion for another DreamWorks movie in the movie? At first, I thought it we was did? a commercial, <laughs> and then I was like, we, "Oh, it's part uh, of the movie." We <laughs> Spirit did? of the
0: C- yeah, Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron. That was so funny. N- uh, oh, that no, that because that that was the original Spirit. Like yeah. They, yeah, that wasn't even like the the, the no. uh, Netflix spirit. The, well, okay, let, let, I mean, they so yeah, Dreamworks, they are about the money more than story. I mean, I I came in like thinking that going like, yeah, I'm I'm not expecting anything especially after seeing the first one, but uh and this isn't the only Dreamworks movie reference they they make. They also there's a uh he-man because dreamworks owns the he-man yeah there's a skeletor
1: action figure
0: yeah so i I, and i wasn't i wasn't bothered by that i mean i i thought the joke was kind of cute i mean sometimes the movie gets weird to where i just really appreciate it because i mean i like it when things have like get creatively crazy and that i do uh, i mean i I do kind of admire this but uh, yeah i mean hey i I, i've seen worse i've seen much worse okay that's true
1: there is much worse but i maybe i'm a little upset i didn't get a free trial of
2: peacock they
0: oh right yeah maybe that's part (laughs) of it i'm like i paid five dollars for this
2: hey you could have paid 10 or 15
0: at a movie theater yeah that's true well actually it's in my movie theater it's still like four or five dollars that's great (laughs) well yeah actually i thought that was great because i i would i would have been actually more upset if they did the the troll world tour route of making it 20 or or even 30 dollars the fact that it's just uh, a you know a one month subscription i was like all right i'm probably gonna ignore the rest of peacock but just watching no. it I knew- now you
2: guys now you guys can watch money in the bank on july 18th the wrestling pay-per-view uh,
1: i started watching oh, a, okay. a tv show because I heard good things about it. it. It's from the creators of the Good Place and The Office. It has Ed yeah. Helms in it, called Rutherford Falls. So, oh yeah, It's okay. actually it's kind of cute so far. So, okay, right.
0: well, hey, hey, you, know, it got you into Peacock. So, I mean, it, it that's that's more good than bad. Yeah, yeah. you can I... watch
2: all of The Office, all of Parks and Rec, uh, and screw all screw The of Office.
1: Uh,
0: no. <laughs> Shots fired on the internet. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 like The Office. I, I, you know, hey, people really love it. That's great. I, I like it. I'm not as crazy bad as other people, but yeah. So, uh, what do you give it, Cody? Uh, I'm giving it a low decent. Okay, all right.
2: I'll give it a high decent. Okay,
0: I give it a low good. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I would, I would actually be enthusiastic about watching this with my kids. But yeah, is it the best animated movie of the year? No, I, I thought wish dragon was better i mean there, oh, maybe i yeah. should
1: watch that one then wish no, wish, wish dragon's
0: dragon. great yeah wish okay. dragon is great like yeah i, I really enjoyed that movie a mm. lot i mean i mean i've seen so many animated movies that have come out this year i was just kind of like yeah but this one no I, I got something out of it but yeah well i mean hit, hit another half of the year over so i mean I, i'm there probably will be even better animated films. I was just impressed they did more of this than, you know, I'd, I'd see in other DreamWorks films that they bring out a lot, like uh, Turbo Snail or whatever. Turbo. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even Turbo. watch that one. I did. I did. That was not a good movie at all. Even with Samuel Jackson in the cast. Like the, the My favorite is... Uh... Like the How to Train Your Dragon series.
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's like
1: one of their better ones. Yeah, Yeah. all three
2: movies are above ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. All three of them. well
1: I have a soft spot for the Kung Fu Panda series too. Me too. Me me too. I
2: love, love, love.
0: Well, yeah, Uh, films like those, those, those are films that for like writing, like they, they pay, they, they put more into that because well, like. Fu panda and how to train your dragon they've been like landmark like how to train your dragon was from the director of well uh, the landmark uh, for DreamWorks yeah. is shrek well the yeah dreamers. shrek Ugh. is their landmark but shrek is I, the I, thing uh, uh, gonna, hot yeah.
1: take that movie has not aged well
0: no i i thought that movie ages great in fact there's shrek. a lot of sexual humor yeah there's a lot of sexual humor in that uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> there is Chase loves sexual humor. No, no. I <laughs> one saying that
2: family business was like.
0: lacking. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually surprised. Well, I mean, there's that scene
1: there. where the dad's kind of trying to hit on the mom when he's like a little kid.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. also, didn't, didn't she see like their, their willies or something on accident? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. The the yeah. yeah.
0: So that you're right. There was some sexual stuff in there. <laughs> well, well, no. I, I was just because uh, ma- that's why I think the movie holds up because there's so much they snuck in there that I didn't even read. In fact, that that makes me look at Shrek's love and Shrek's life with a whole nother meaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah. I not go down that rabbit hole.
2: Chicken Run's also part of DreamWorks.
1: Oh yeah, Chicken yeah. Run's great. Well, even though Ardman no longer is with them.
0: Well, it, it's just with with this. Uh, it, it's just you know you look at uh, those individual movies like Home and and Turbo and all that. It's like most of the times DreamWorks just wants to make money off of the kids. But
2: Mega Mine,
0: yeah, yeah. I but, actually
2: but, like Mega Mine. Oh okay. god monsters versus aliens madagascar they have a
1: lot I, of uh, yeah i don't mind monsters versus aliens
0: either that was I that monsters like that. Aliens pretty damn good i i did not like that um uh, but anyway i will so, say dreamworks yeah. is
1: better than illumination
0: well that depends on how the mario movie fails or if or, or, <laughs> or not fails or uh uh fares that's what i meant to say well, well i'm main, speaking main more in quality than quite
1: Money-wise. Well, yeah,
0: yeah. Most most of the times, Illumination is the w- company that only cares about kids. Like they, everything else. Like they put out the trailer for Spring t- or no Sing Two, and they spoiled yeah. the entire movie in one trailer. You guys <laughs> don't watch trailers. I've been telling you for. Oh, well, years. I saw
1: the Sing Two trailer at the movie theaters with Fast <laughs> Nine, so it's like I didn't have a choice. It was there.
2: I'm on my phone, not even paying attention during the. You're on
1: your phone in the movie
0: theater for during the trailers.
2: Yes, during the trailers, it's completely allowed.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I I just find it funny they marketed the movie just saying yeah here's the entire story I was like oh, oh what the heck did you guys see this trailer for Fast
2: Nine uh, no uh, no. I no
1: they did not show it, but you know I'm kind of done with the Jurassic Park franchise yeah. you
0: shush you shush your mouth right now I I kind of am too I'm I'm a, I want to interact both with of a, you yeah shush no. okay well <laughs> you yeah, speaking of Jurassic Park or more specifically Chris Pratt. And actually, speaking of movie theaters, he did come out and say that, you know, I would have liked, loved it if uh, the Tomorrow's War was on the big screen and you had to see it in the theaters. Like he actually didn't ask people, hey, treat this like you're watching something on the big screen. And I'm just going to come out and say, man, what what are you smoking? Like, what what? Okay, so the Tomorrow, to explain what even this movie is about, You have Chris Pratt as a uh, teacher. Well, that that, that part doesn't matter because what really, where the story really kicks in is that he's watching a soccer game, and in the middle of it, a portal from the future comes back, and you have an entire army say, We're recruiting anyone to help us save the entire human race 50 years in the future because there's a war going on and we need your help. And everybody, nobody questioned, by the way, they're like, all right. Send everybody in. I was like, wait, are we going to go like, hey, who are you? How do you get in this? Why a soccer game out of everywhere to teleport? In? I Nobody asks questions. Let's just do it. Okay. Well, what well, do you think Chris Pratt being the lead character in this? By the way, a movie directed by the guy who brought us Lego Batman movie. Wait i was like wait something does not add up here if you brought us the lego batman movie which was funny and heartfelt it was wonderful why does this movie suck so much because <laughs> i i oh my god like i i was and get it i i did what chris pratt wanted me to i sat through the movie focused on the movie as well okay maybe focus is a is a uh stretched word because man, that was this boring. But nevertheless, I didn't have a I didn't have a gaming console on. You know, I wasn't playing with Ruby over there and like not looking at everything. I watched this thing this over two hours. It's... it's long. It's a long movie. Yeah, two twenty. Because there's a whole third act, and I'm like, it's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> no let, let me say this if there's one good thing i even have to say about this movie not even a good thing because i'll even tell you how they even screwed that up well but besides having talent i mean you got uh, besides chris prague jk simmons is in there he got some other noticeable people
1: Ivan uh, Strohovsky. yeah is that her name <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's in Chuck. Right, also and the and the, Betty Gilpin, the Handmaid's Tale. Betty Gilpin, yeah. Sam Rubin, who, Richard is that his Sam, name? The Sam guy Richardson. That, Sam Richardson. Yes. Edwin Hodge is in
0: it. Marilyn Rice Cub. But the the, the whole idea of. Let's take... Pe- I mean, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever because movies have explored the whole theory about time travel and time paradox. I mean, Avengers, Back to the Future. The, the list goes on of how people have explored. And even them, they'll say, yeah, it could be confusing, but that's the whole idea of it. We have a show out on Disney+. Plus. Loki explains a- about time travel. There and here... Will yeah there's a whole
1: series about a character that travels through
0: and and, and, but the thing is you're going to use time travel only to send people into a future period where that's where the most like nothing of the future is being like like we're not playing around with aliens deciding to come invade the past or we have people in the future does that alter the timeline of like what happens now since they're gone? Or are other things that they're going to do? I mean, none of those questions are answered. But the one thing about this whole concept that I think could be cool, you I mean, bringing in random people to go fight a war, I mean, that's the thing is they don't really just focus on military soldiers. They focus on families like dads and moms, like people who are just working at Amazon or something. And, and it's like, hey, you're going to fight this war. the older
2: generation is fighting the
0: war for the new
2: generation
0: but Mm -hmm. but the thing they immediately screwed that up is that they they could have explored the idea of people being spooked out of being sent to the future plus people who are not military trained having to wield assault weapons but unfortunately this movie, in this movie's logic, when you hand a random pedestrian assault weapon with tactical gear, they some, somehow are now positioned like actual military professionals.
1: It's all that <laughs> Call of Duty, man. All that
0: Call of Duty. What, but speaking of that, it's this movie doesn't even look good. Because when you go out in, in the future, it looks like an ad <laughs> for Call of Duty. Like, I've seen... <laughs> the backgrounds in this and i think black ops 2 they have a commercial for that game and i was like wait this looks exactly like that and, and like all the all the yellow all the like the the muddy uh green screen but even when you go to okay well, it, is this movie like dealing in the topics is it original is it not original i mean you're ripping off aliens i, I guess uh, terminator, terminator
1: um maybe Stargate I guess because of yeah. the time portal I don't know Edge of Tomorrow which watch that instead of this go watch Edge of Tomorrow because nobody went and saw that when it came out watch that's a much better movie with a similar so much better premise
0: well I think that movie is getting a second chance because it got renamed to Live Die Repeat and now there is Live Die Repeat and Repeat so yeah I hate yeah. the
1: change titles but yeah, so much better movie. Yeah,
0: so I mean, that movie is still going to have a second chance, but th- this one right here that had so much marketing on Amazon, and yeah, like, how dull this thing is, a- and how it pulls every, not just tropes about different movie better movies, it pulls tropes about monster films that we're all trying to get a- a- away from. Like, did you notice that the first person who died on screen was a black dude like it wasn't even like a a a, like not even like a a a death word like the character has one last line say go on without me or anything no when the alien as soon as the alien gets discovered they shoot like a a spear that impales like a a black special or whatever the the time whatever the time soldiers that they the gate. but anyway they killed a black man and then the camera just (laughs) <laughs> sped towards uh chris uh chris pratt and he's like go 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 and it's like oh, wait you're trying to be slick here no i see what you're doing that that is i was like wait are we getting past that why are we doing that again oh but don't worry they don't kill every black character because you still have the funny black sidekick though so, no we're progressive right <laughs> right i'm like no not that and 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 a, a a quote unquote funny black sidekick who, by the way, is telling some of the worst jokes. And, and it's like someone going on a, a comedy act and, and just basically saying. Hey, do you know what? Or, uh, oh, what happened to when the chicken crossed the road to get to the other side, right? Huh? Oh, you like that joke. Okay, let me tell you it again. That's what this guy is like. That's like, I mean, you're making this funny unintentionally, but intentionally, the jokes are not working. And then you're tr- the unintentional part is you're turning this into a drama, you're trying to make Chris Pratt a dramatic actor, which could work anybody could be a dramatic actor i'm not opposed to that but the the drama aspects of this that heavily split up the action whenever it happens is all about daddy issues which oh my gosh how many movies have daddy issues even talking about the director here the the lego batman movie wasn't that about daddy issues the lego movie all the lego movies actually (laughs) because Am I being too harsh here? Actually, I'm
1: surprised you had this much to say about this movie, because I will give Boss Baby this. As bad as it is, there's, like, things to talk about. This movie, nothing. It's completely boring. No one is charismatic. Nobody is interesting. I don't care what's going on. The aliens look like whatever. The action's not that exciting. Uh, I guess I can tell you, J.K. Simmons looks jacked. There you go. I guess he, he he's jacked. That's about all I got from this movie. And uh, why do we keep trying to make Chris Pratt an action star? Because outside of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, he hasn't been that interesting in movies.
0: Well, I'll say what I think it was The Magnificent Seven. I really liked him in that. The, the remake, e- even if I didn't think the movie was great, like, I, I think chris pratt he does have it in him to be like a leading star it's i mean he's charismatic but
1: he's not in this movie at all No, they
0: try to take him seriously i was like really because they even advertise i think they they advertised him to be funny but no he's he he's spending the whole movie going you left me you never came to my christmas what happened between us why I was like, God dang it. Oh my God. Oh my God. And yeah, J.K. Simmons, he's wasted. I I can't say anybody is worth watching in this. The one thing they could have done story wise, because surprisingly, there is a focus on story (laughs) as much as it sucks, but there's a part where his daughter he he grows up to, she grows up to be an adult and you see her in the movie and they actually have a discussion about because there's a whole hint about chris pratt's impending death that or an inevitable death and when they that the whole exchange between them like it's trying to pass off as being emotional but the dialogue is so stilted in and chris pratt the whole time he just can't really roll with what is being given to him. That's why he, he is not working in this, isn't because he can't do it, but the material thrown at him is not good. And he just can't seem to sell it. Like there are parts where he's just spaced out. Like he is not even focused.
1: I think it's a good thing it's on Amazon because I feel like this would flop in the theaters right now.
0: Yeah, this would flop. And it would look worse on a big screen. When you they go out to the, the, that destroyed city like that destroyed city looks so fake I, I and i get it you know in the future you gotta use cg and I, I use what you gotta use but i did not buy that they were in a in, in a city i i just looked at it like okay everybody's behind a green screen but and then and then it ends with a an, an after school message. <laughs> I spent the whole movie going like, are you kidding me? that That's my reaction is like, holy crud, this really is one of the worst action movies I've seen in quite some time. Because even when the action happens, it is not even shot well. They can't even sell action. I mean, if you just want anything, you want things to just move on screen, then maybe, but I, I didn't think the action was good. And it's not even frequent. That's what's good. It, it, it sold itself on being an Aliens knockoff, and the Aliens part is actually not even the whole movie it comes it goes and then it comes back again and go and and then at the last act it decides hey let's rip off lost planet i'm like nobody's even touched lost planet in years where they go out to like a snow desert and hey in order to defeat the alien you got to shoot their bellies i was like okay now you're acting like lost planet the lost capcom's like we're focused on resident evil right now i mean thanks for ripping us off but we're 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 about the zombies here what like that's my whole reaction watching this like what what ruby do you know what i just watched this is bs yeah ruby i get it yeah all right uh yeah avoid this (laughs) Uh, uh, yeah justin oh yeah justin
2: um yeah i mean it's a uh i'm really glad it's not in theaters this is like that without remorse tom clancy you, you know it's just it's it's some action that we've seen before um yeah chris pratt did not look like he was enjoying the movie um that yvonne chick was the only one who seemed like she was you know doing anything that was worthy of anything but yeah and that was her daughter this is actually similar to family business where Uh, the dad gets to see his daughter in in the element that they're in, you know, when he's at a certain age of his life and she's at a certain age of hers, he actually got to see her grow up because at the beginning of the movie, they do say that he's going to die. He just doesn't know when or, or how. Um, And uh, yeah, the whole point of this is that they have to last, I think the seven days. And once that seven days is over, you get to return back to the life that you had, I think that's a cool concept it is pretty ridiculous that you as soon as you know you get drafted you already know how to kill and and do yeah. things that, that yeah you know, that it, people it, go to boot camp to learn how to do it's yeah. also
1: interesting that they're pretend they're sending people that are not going to be alive in the timeline they're sending them in too so they yeah. can't run into their future selves
2: right Uh, yeah yeah I guess yeah so yeah the only thing was the the father-daughter thing and even that was sort of kind of just thrown by the wayside Um, yeah Yeah. J.K. Simmons looked jack he looked like he looked like he lives in Palm Springs you know just like one of those (laughs) Scaled men that have shaved head, but are super buff and could be dressed.
0: That's it. Um, Honestly, uh, why is yeah. he not with the Avengers? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Me mean, spending his time being J, uh, not J, J Jonah Jameson. I was like, why don't you just beat up some bad guys? Like, do that instead. Because he's so
1: good as J Jonah Jameson. I
0: get it. now. Well, maybe J Jonah Jameson could turn over and and uh help the avengers fight mephisto i a, you know ne- anything could happen anything could happen um
2: yeah. i don't think this isn't a void you can
0: definitely do a lot worse right chase with infinite and uh <laughs> uh well you know what infinite infinite now that w- that was like the fun type of bad up until the end where it was very racist so but this movie also isn't Quite respectful. To, I mean, again, falling into stereotypes with black characters. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's hard to pick which is worse. I just say avoid them both. <laughs>
1: I don't think it's terrible, but it's worse than yeah. being terrible. It's just completely forgettable, and you feel the runtime of this movie. So while oh, yes. I won't say an avoid, it's like the lowest of lowest decents. It's just, just a wet blanket of a movie. You'll forget it, it a, after you watch it. Yeah, I give it a
2: regular decent. I mean, it's it'll be fine and fun for the weekend for people to watch at home. Go see The
0: Forever Purge. Is
2: it, is it actually good? Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I that's the one I'm actually excited about this weekend.
0: Well, yeah, we'll, we'll watch that next. I'm you know i I'm at home the whole weekend, but I'll watch that for next week. But, uh, yeah, that leads us to our last movie, which is uh, Steven Sonber. He's back at it with... There, actually, this is a biopic. And if you know anything about biopics, is that uh, 90% of the things that happen in the movie are actually made up. But that 10%, that 10%, is what makes it a true biopic based off of a true story. Just remember that. But it's got some great actors in it. I mean, all-around talent, Steven Sonberg. I mean, he is what people say in all tour or whatever type of term you get for the the film snobs out there. I it, mean, he's brought some movies in the past that people love. So I mean, I'm, I was looking forward to this, even if I, I didn't know too much about it. In fact, I didn't even see a trailer. I just went right into the movie and it, it starts with a robbery, a robbery where the robbers are wearing the worst masks. <laughs> it's like the COVID mask, but just for your eyes. <laughs> it kind of like,
1: remind me of Kato masks, but not as cool.
0: I, I was like, "How are you hiding your identity when it's only part of your face?" Like, I, I know this is a period piece, but I, I don't remember if ski masks were invented around that time. But I mean, you could cover up your whole face. If you're trying to be a criminal, you're trying to take money. I mean, the, the, all of this is revolving around money. At, at the mo- at the end, it's like why why can't you just hide your whole face so people don't even know who you are? But they do know because your bottom half is revealed and also your voice. So I I don't get it. some criminals these days. And. and to be fair with the movie is they do acknowledge that because they do kind of screw up with uh a, a bit of like their plan i mean this whole idea to steal thousands of dollars i, I mean that, that's what the uh, or uh the, these of thugs are, are trying to do i mean everybody's owing money to someone and i I, you know it it is shot really well and i mean yeah very well like i mean it it is very nice production Uh, you can really see that it, it does feel like it is of its time period which i mean in the in the uh, mid 20th century or, uh, you know, kind of in, in the old days, as they could say. And I mean, first of all, what do you guys, since you're the guys who are hyping this up, like I, I didn't even know about this movie coming out until you guys uh, brought it to my attention. I mean, since you were looking forward to it, what do you think?
1: Hit it, Cody. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say Soderbergh is one of my th- favorite directors personally. And I guess you could call him an auteur. What, what I love is that he's always experimenting with the format. He'll try something new. If it doesn't work, then he's going to try something else new. And yeah, this movie is shot amazingly well, even though it was intended straight for streaming. Because I think he's got some kind of deal with either HBO, and I know he did a couple of movies that went to Netflix. But you know, they wanted the Tomorrow War to be on the big screen. No, this movie should have been on the big <laughs> screen because it looks absolutely gorgeous. And this is my kind of movie. It's pulpy. I love the little uh, what they do with the Warner Brothers logo at the beginning. It's got yeah. a st- it's got a stellar cast it's um you know double crosses everyone's out for their own interests i mean everybody's spot on even for the small roles some of them have like hey nice to see Brandon Fraser in a good movie again
2: yeah all right like freaking don yeah he's the Godfather. you know you got
1: the- you got don cheetle i guess is technically the lead in this he's he's great um you know you got John Hamm always playing a cop you got David Harbour <laughs> who's surprisingly funny in this as well as yeah. also kind of pathetic Matt Damon shows up I guess as a favor for Soderbergh I don't know if that's a yeah. spoiler or not but
0: well I mean people look up the cast of the movie I mean it, it is in there so but I mean not you what would be a spoiler is the say exactly everything about it but I mean to mention that he's in the movie that
1: which that surprised me and I'm guessing that's what the true story is based off of not actually the plot of the movie but what like what's centering around the movie like what they're the information they're selling and trying to get which I didn't know that's what this movie was going to be about I thought it was just a heist gone wrong type of movie so that was kind of interesting twist I mean, I don't know if it was necessary, but I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. Makes it a little bit different than your average heist film. But yeah, Soderbergh is one of the best directors working. I love that he's constantly exploring and trying different things with the format. Like, I think he shot a movie completely on an iPhone or iPad. Yes,
0: yes. Actually, I'll I'll say this. Those the last two movies I saw were films that he shot out pretty much on a uh, iOS device. It was from a mobile phone and he made like a horror thriller and also like a basketball drama. Oh yeah. Both Uh, of those were good movies. So so. uh, regardless of what I feel about his movies, I I mean, you know, I, I'm not a fan of all of them. Oh, he also directed magic Mike, which I mean, that's, uh, that's enough. I mean, Hey, Hey, yeah. That, that's been a classic too. I mean, people love him shirtless, uh, muscled men. So he's got a nice range of material. That's what it's, I, I'll say. It's a yeah.
1: Versatile filmography. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Indeed. I haven't seen all of his
1: movies, but I enjoy more of them than the ones I don't. Yeah, And I think this is one that he's he's still at the top of his game and the actors are bringing their a game here. I I really enjoyed this. It was fun.
2: Yeah. Um, Let's not forget Noah Jupe's in this movie and also Ray Liotta. I do think it's a spoiler by saying Matt Damon's in it, but, um, you know, he's in a lot of Soderbergh's movies. Uh, Yeah, this is this is done so well it's good to have a cleansed palette after um all is lost or whatever he did last year with Meryl Streep yeah. um or like t- t- all we do is talk or something the one with he- where they're on that sh- cruise ship he does mm-hmm. like to do these um and also the laundromat which was actually pretty good too but they're all they're all done differently all unique in their own way and yeah the actors are really the stars in this uh, I love the music in this. It's very noir, but also, you know, old school, like jazz going throughout. Mm. Uh, and yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. And, and you know, um, I think the tagline is uh, trust is a setup. And I think that's such a cool tagline for this movie because it really rings true to it is like you really don't know who to trust, who's on your side. You know, you're you're backstabbing your own people. I, I mean, it's just very, very unique. It's like Ocean's Eleven but noir style and i really enjoyed yeah. it uh i uh yeah it's my favorite movie of the three that we've you know talking about for sure without uh, a doubt yeah and i would love to see this on the big screen I, I it's playing at the landmark by me so okay. i would love to see it um yeah i think
0: it's uh i think it's a high high good
1: uh it's a low must watch for me yeah
0: you know, this was just not as good as uh, Boss Baby Part Two. No, kidding. no, I no, I enjoyed this as well. Actually, it if anything, it reminded me of one of those crime. I guess those crime noir. Not really crime noir, but it didn't feel like a film from the seventies. Something. Oh, that totally. Yeah. It
1: has that grimy, dirty feel, and like even the the film, the way the film looks, how dark it is. Yeah, for sure.
0: I'll say maybe some characters I would have liked to see more of that I feel like didn't really have. Aaron Cole, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Well, he's
1: yeah. so good at playing a schmuck,
0: Well, <laughs> well it's it just that I feel like like there there's a lot of characters in this and a lot of talent like playing it, and I do feel like. It, it is uneven as far as who gets more screen time than the rest. So I, I there were some, there were some characters that I felt I like could have used a little bit more. But otherwise, I mean, I, I was highly entertained by this. And it is a black know.
2: lead without having it be repressive or anything. Well, yeah, all.
0: that is that that's something I I will also give comments because we see so much of that, and we have a black lead who is i mean wh- whether or not racism is e- even i mean whether you want to even go deep as to some of the things that maybe even hint at or, or look up the real story it still was a film focused on its elements more than try- trying too hard to fantasy not fantasize but again fetishize a subject that yeah you know, it has been used too much but yeah it's yeah only no.
1: briefly discussed and it's not yeah. even like really an issue it's just we're gonna these are the actors i cast for the film yeah they're just revolving around this plot so yeah
0: yeah no i mean it's a it's a wonderful actors if anything like the thing that sold me the most is the performances like those are what like the dialogue whether or not you could because i i you know I, i found this movie fun is it the best written film I've seen this year? I'm going to say no, but I think the cast, they are able to add so much energy to this, that it kind of lifts everything up to an even bigger level. I am gonna give it a high good. I had a great time with this and this is definitely something worth to see on HBO max. It's uh, a one. I mean, another great, film by uh, steven soderbergh and i encourage him to keep experimenting because he's really great when he's not combines on the uh, combined to the limitations there's a funny story
1: about steven soderbergh this week too um apparently the russo brothers listed out of sight as an influence on infinity war and he tweeted back, "Well, I would like a thirty-page essay on
0: how that movie
1: influenced Infinity War." Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. If anything, to me, it just feels like, you know, it feels like a because it feels like something that I really wanted of uh, something like The Irishman and didn't. So, I mean, I think it, Steve it Sumber, did yeah. have
2: that sort of Irishman element to it, but yeah. done way better
0: yeah
1: my uh i felt like uh the five bloods did such a better job with um using the actors just using them as older than instead of trying to de-age them because that was my biggest thing with the irishman it's like i don't buy robert de niro as a 20 something year old hoodlum have we ever
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he's always been an older man
0: well uh yeah that is what we have on the show and of uh at black widow's next week, and and that's when i'll also see uh the purge Purge. but we're doing it on saturday
2: so we have time to see yeah
0: well yeah because i'm gonna be watching i'm gonna be watching those movies on friday because i'm gonna be seeing it with uh friends so yeah but uh looking forward to it it'll be a fun weekend i mean two big movies interesting i'm curious to see how the black widow film will do considering it's both in theaters and then on disney plus for 30 dollars usually i mean the past movies have done that they haven't really taken off so maybe with marvel in the name it'll encourage people to get back in theaters i i don't know i'm curious i'm really curious to see how this does so we'll find out for sure i
2: love this month yeah mm-hmm. no
0: oh, oh yeah I, I was even looking at august too like uh, august has have some big hitters coming up so yeah and until then pawn stress is available on all podcast hosting so platforms of your choice spotify anchor everywhere also facebook.com says us instagram says pawns twitter at t 64 i release video clips on instagram and reels and tiktok both under pawns i also got Twitch now, gonna be streaming some uh, really incredible stuff. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. In that follow twitch.tv/planstress, and I will also have a schedule up for there on when I stream. So uh, and Cody's got his uh, video store rejects doing some stuff, and Justin's doing some stuff. Everybody's doing some stuff. So. Yeah, worth of you movies and all the things (laughs) and also
2: the next episode of the Fleming Film Show is uh, our top five favorite DreamWorks animated movies so perfect for this was that for
1: Boss Baby
2: (laughs) yeah Yeah. interesting
1: Uh, we just talked Independence Day on our live chat and we're going to be doing Jaws Monday night and we're about to wrap up James Cameron and start on Wes Anderson and Guillermo del Toro
2: I need to watch my movie Right. Yeah,
1: I love that That's you're picking point. stuff you haven't seen before too. Yeah,
2: it's it's so much more fun to talk about for sure. Yeah,
0: until then, take care. Bye. Bye.